I've always thought that podcasts had to be 20 minutes in, in length. And thinking about this episode for the past two days since after the weekend bread work that we've done, it kind of stressed me out to no end actually. Because I, well, one, I just didn't have anything to talk about. Number two, I was worried that I really need to look for something that I can talk about for 20 minutes. So does this episode have to be 20 minutes? And who decides the average length of a podcast? So hi, my name is JC and welcome to the Wild Breads Podcast. So I listen to a lot of podcasts um, whenever I go take the dog out for a walk, um, whenever I work in the workshop or, or the bakery, I would always put on some headphones or earphones actually and listen to my favorite podcast. And I did a quick Google search of you know, the average length of a podcast and it's true. The average length is usually around 20 minutes. But what I find crazy is that 20 minutes is, is on the shorter end of, of the spectrum. Um, the, the real average, you know, out of like millions and millions of millions and millions of podcasts is around 43 minutes. And that's crazy, even crazier, you know? So here I am, my brain is bleeding dry because, you know, I, it, it just doesn't come natural to me to think of something, you know, and, and talk about that something, you know, with structure. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm improving on that end because look, behind me, um, I try to kind of, kind of put structure to my thoughts, you know? Um, which I've, I've never done until uh, until this podcast until I've started this podcast for Wild Breads. So, so now I've been thinking like sh Do I really need like a 20-minute podcast every time so that brought me to You know last night because I was supposed to well yesterday. I was supposed to do to, to, to record this session or this episode, but I Just didn't feel motivated enough you know to to do it because again I, I just felt like I didn't have anything to talk about and yeah so I wanted to not do it at all but earlier this morning I was talking to Nicole my wife and then I said that I've been thinking about podcasting and what stresses me out is that it has to be you know like long form which you know in some cases it should be but it doesn't have to be always like that the thing that I realized is that you know, at the back of my brain, I kind of have this urge to follow an, an industry standard, whatever that means. But do we really have to follow industry standards, um, not just in podcasting, but in everything? I mean, yeah, we do. We, we do. But, you know, sometimes we also don't have to, you know, so because all of this is very personal. This is just my personal, you know, emo feeling about this. And, you know, it's 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 mostly it's because of the friction that involves you know when researching and writing about these things uh the you know these episodes which is not my strength at all actually and that again like to me is friction enough and and for some and for most it's not it's it's not a friction at all um especially for my wife nicole who's who's been a writer all her life it's it's easy uh, i mean the you know, it's easy for her to switch her mind to researching and all that stuff, but for me it's not. In one of the previous episodes that I did here, um, I talked about how 
I used to be, well, I still am a musician because I still play music, but there was a time in my life where I was playing guitar a lot. And in all my 20 years, I've, again, I've, I've, I've said that in the previous podcasts um, that I only released around like one original music. And all the other attempts that I had, like I, I scrapped it because I didn't feel like it was complicated enough or, you know, I didn't feel like it was, it was groovy enough or funky enough or, or melodic enough, you know, and, and all the other reasons I can think of as well. So, and fast forward, uh, well, and until three years ago when I decided that I wanted to sell my breads at the farmer's market, there were also times that I didn't want to, to sell some of the loaves from, you know, certain batches of my bake because they didn't look rustic enough or, or artisan enough, whatever that means. But but when I started five years ago, so this was, so I, I made sourdough bread like for, for two years before I even considered the idea of, of selling it at a farmer's market. I didn't I didn't care about about what, what my bread looked like because I knew, I, I believed in the, in the heart of it, in the heart of sourdough making process and it's not, it's it's more about it's more about the method that the bread was made of, um, made from rather than the aesthetics of it and i was giving it away i was giving a, i was giving my breads away to neighbors to friends to i'm not sure if I, I gave it away to strangers but it wasn't until like a year a year and a half you know when i was diving really deep into into you know sourdough bread making that i started to engage with with you know, bread content on, on YouTube and on, on, on Instagram specifically, where, you know, everything looks perfect, like, you know. Um, and again, it wasn't until, until that time that my beliefs around, like, what bread should look like changed, that it had to look a certain way, it had to sound a certain way even. So whenever, you know, I, I would bake a batch of bread and there, there's this one or two that didn't come out the way I believed because of you know external um, influences, Instagram, the way I, be I believe um, bread should look like, then I would feel a little bit of shame that I would even consider just not selling at all, just because of that one out of a hundred. That's sad to be honest, because um, you know me, like deep inside, I would I would uh, put the mistake, which wasn't really. Um, or, or the anomaly, <laughs> this odd one out. I would put it on a pedestal and just focus on that, you know, instead of this these you know ninety nine other loaves that turned out okay or you know up to my standard, whatever that means. <laughs> and looking back, it's sad, but I guess it's it was alright because um, I felt the need then, not really felt the need, but I really well I felt compelled to just give those away and not sell them. So and there are also other you know, bakers that, you know, I've interacted with that, you know, are, I'm not sure if they're embarrassed, but they weren't comfortable giving their test bakes away or, you know, their, their, their breads away, much less sell them, you know, that didn't look like the ones, you know, that's commonly seen these days, which, by the way, the ones that are super popular on Instagram, they're more for you know, the, the bread making on Instagram, they're leaning towards the art side of it. And it's, it's good, like it's really good because you know, the, you know, everyone's like 
pushing up their game and you know as far as aesthetics go but again for me um, I want to go back to that to to also how I began my journey and it's the method of making bread rather than you know a bread looking like something you know that culture has defined as crustic or as sourdough or as artisan and all that stuff so why am I telling you this I realized that as cliche as it may sound we are our own critics and harsh ones at that and we should stop being harsh to ourselves we you know we have to you know as bakers as even artists or as musicians or you know as craftsmen and women I believe that we have to be kind to ourselves because again we are on a journey we're not on a we're, on, we're not on a on a race to to see who finishes first and all that stuff this is a journey that we're you know as as bakers we evolve over time and and the focus should be on your personal improvement rather than you know catching up to our idols or whatever and there's also and there's also one other thing that I feel like is a hindrance for us who 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 put our work out to the world and it's that like so as a baker you know I'm gonna make myself as an example and, and you know some of my friends that I've interacted with as well um, we're we're trying to place or we're trying to think of everyone as if you know they're also bakers and they can tell like you know what's good and what's not as bakers um, this can also apply to musicians artists and craftsmen and women um, we're trying to place and we're trying to think of everyone who buys our breads as also craftsmen and women or bakers or whatever so I guess it's time to, for us to stop trying to play to to look at everybody as critics when in fact like 99% of the people who buy our bread will be super thankful for someone making bread like that we should stop trying to place the 1% which is either bakers who are kind of scoping you out or two people who will buy your bread once or twice and not buy again from you anymore so you know let's shift focus to people who actually support us and we have a relationship with so I just want to say that regardless of how our work looks like aesthetically my belief and I would love for you as a baker to also do is that just put your work out so just a quick story every time I I I was at the market like for a year two years um, ev like every time I had like aesthetically bad looking breads um, I would give them away and the amazing thing is people who who received those breads for free randomly um, without me expecting anything from them is that they always come back and tell me that they remember not the bread but they remember the act by which the bread was given generosity will take us further personally and you know as you know as a scraftsman and women it's gonna take us further than ego and insecurity which I think is the root of it all generosity will build you relationships that will last so thanks for being here thus far if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel please consider subscribing I'm going to put out some some tutorials on there and um, and also you know the recipes that we all that we that I make at the at the bakery yeah and, and 
if you haven't subscribed on Spotify, if you prefer to be on there to listen, you know, on that platform, then we're there too. You can consider subscribing if you want. And that's it. Thank you very much for your time. Cheers.